What's going on, everyone? This is episode 49 of High Top Flip Flops. This is Krish. I'm not with Naveek, but that's okay because we're going to keep this intro really short. This episode is a little bit longer than we regularly run, but it's filled with a lot of laughs, a lot of good times. So we figured we'd keep the intro nice and short and jump right into it. This week's guest is Janu Yasodharan. Janu is a new friend of ours who we were super happy to sit down with. She is the co-founder of Sunday Dinner Co., as well as the founder of a creative project called Lotus Gang, which you can learn a little bit more about in this episode. Um, Johnny was kind enough to sit down with us and chat not only about both these projects and how they came together, but um, a little bit about her upbringing and what her experience of Toronto and the Toronto food scene is, given that Sunday Dinner Co. is a a food-based project. Um... And yeah, this episode is full of a lot of really great laughs. We filmed it, or we recorded it in the uh, hallway of our beloved Byerson University. Um, we had a lot of fun recording this one. You should all go follow Janu on Instagram at J-A-N-U underscore Y-S. And we'll also make sure to plug both Lotus Gang and Sunday Dinner Co. in the description of this episode where we go listen to it. So thanks a lot for listening. Hope you enjoy. Heart What's going on, everyone? This is episode 49 of High Top Flip Flops. As always, it is I, Krish, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Thummel Hemingway, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, a.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little. As always, I'm with my main man, Naveek. Hey, it's Naveek, a.k.a. Naveep, a.k.a. The Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Mr. Rumpster Girl, so hello, then run away, a.k.a. The Human Percocet, a.k.a. The King of Sheesh. <laughs> Pass me the sheesh, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we have a special guest. We have a super today. special guest today. Um, do you have any AKs? Do you want to introduce no, yourself? No, I, I don't. Unfortunately, that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Uh, his, how would you introduce yourself if you were to have a podcast or a if radio I had show? a podcast? Yeah. Hey, bitches! Ooh, it's me, Janu. Sick. <laughs> there it is. That's perfect. Um, today we have Janu with us. He's an all-around super great human. Uh, oh, has thank involved. You. No hey. one's ever said that to me. Really? <laughs> well, wow. Really? Damn. <laughs> Damn. All the people in your life are slipping really hard. <laughs> Take notes, friends. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but John Yu is just an all-around great person who's done uh, a lot of really cool projects in the city, two of which, which we were hoping to chat with her about today, um, that not only do Nivek and I kind of find exciting and engaging, um, but a great source of uh, inspiration and inquiry for us as people who also hope to build community I'm of our own. I'm in my head. Pardon me? I, I just wasn't saying anything. Okay, no worries. And I realized, I'm like, no one's seeing me. I'm nodding my head right okay, now. Okay, 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 perfect. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 audio description. Um, <laughs> it's, it's important, it's important. Uh, describe every audio movement. Yeah, you. exactly. Nivek is uh, tapping his toes vigorously right now because he just <laughs> checked I'm moving my legs so fast. Yeah, right exactly. Now. I'm sweating <laughs> buckets. I'm grabbing the mic with two hands right now because I'm mad clammy. You know, you already know what it is. Um, but <laughs> let's jump right into it. Uh, Johnny, why don't we talk about uh, the beginning, the origins of Johnny? Where did you grow up and what was that like for you? So I didn't really grow up in like one set space. Okay. We moved around a lot. So I think like a lot of... Um, Tamil kids, you know, our parents immigrated. Mm-hmm. So I was born in India. My mom ended up there uh, fleeing the war. Right. Um, so for a majority of my life, I really was like, oh, okay, so like I'm Indian, right? Mm. I wasn't really understanding anything. And then, you know, we moved to Montreal and I was like the only person of color. Right. 
at my school. Mm. And then from there, it was like, I don't know, like women's shelter after women's shelter, in right. and out of foster care. So like it really wasn't a set space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, eventually we settled in Jane Finch. And okay. I've called that home ever since. Right. And grew up in Driftwood. Okay. I will stand forever. Represent Driftwood Court. I love Driftwood Court to the death of me. Talk to us about Driftwood Court. What? Uh, it was the best thing. Honestly, a lot of people trash it. I do too, you know, because men are generally trash everywhere. But yes. Hello. We are here. <laughs> Trust me, I look at myself and I'm like, oh, God, I'm garbage. Here we go, yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Pressa. Pressa, uh, that's Driftwood. right. That's I right. mean, <laughs> 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 certified in answer. I'm just My gonna glaze Canada over Goose, that. Canada Goose, just a powerful winter anthem. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah, it makes me want to buy it, Jack. <laughs> As you we're speaking know. to someone from Driftwood, we can't. We just gotta. We gotta validate her opinion here, truly. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, very much a place that has been stigmatized for one reason or another. Yeah. Um, There's like so much of us know nothing about. 100%. I feel like any area that's underserved and underprivileged is always highly stigmatized. Yep. It's the only place that's been like home to me. You know, a lot of the Somali like moms, Hoyos, mm. they really held it down. You know, I think it takes a, I tweeted this the other day, it takes a special kind of person to feed someone else and someone else's child when you yourself don't have, you know, and right. trips to like no frills or like the food bank was like fun. And we'd always sit outside in our front yards of community housing, just shooting the shit, having fun. You know, I go back to visit occasionally now and it's not the same. I right. feel like that sense of community that was there when I was growing up really has dissipated everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not eight anymore. No, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard. I, I'll say I don't know a lot because I genuinely just don't know. But right. At the time, there was this huge level of community and support. And, you know, I was calling everyone else's mom, mom and grandma. And everyone was calling my mom, amma, you mm. know. So it was a, a good space. Like, you know, they really supported my mom through a lot of right. the bullshit in her relationship. And right. I will always have a love for it. It's really, really, really played a huge part in who I am today and, right. and how I navigate spaces and faces. And, you know, so... Yeah. I want to steal the sign that says Driftwood Court. Yeah. I think that's like a, wow. an offense, but... Yeah, maybe, maybe. Just you know, maybe. maybe one day. You get it. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to buy it. Wait, yeah, let's just do it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after this episode, we're just going to... Yeah, gonna, so if it goes missing, it's not us. We're all taking exactly. a TTC bus from <laughs> Ryerson <laughs> University. Ryerson <laughs> University, pardon me. Um, you should just get a tattooed across your neck. That's like something Honest I to God, about. I was telling my girl, Meg, she's a writer. You guys should definitely follow her. Okay. plug is Meg. <laughs> the plug. Um, I just bought a shit ton of her art. Oh, no um, way. Yeah. She has like a, she has a couple of zines out and like, she, she's an amazing writer. I love her. PSA, but I was telling your friends. her that I want to get D. Woods tatted on my neck <laughs> in like old English. D. Oh, Woods. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you know? Would you do like across your neck or just like a little uh, part of your neck? I just want on the side, you know? Dang. Yeah. That's that super sick. hard. You know, I think neck tattoos, other than not, you know, the negative of not having employment. Right. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. I got the job now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're, you're safe. Exactly. Also, make like you can put neck makeup. You can just cover it up. It's fine. Yeah, as long as the bag is secured before. Yeah. Yeah. That's also, right. I'm not really trying to get into spaces that, um, you know, I have I have tattoos. Yeah. And I walk around with them and I'm okay. They're not going to accept you for the quality of your work and it's just the kind of human. companies that don't really allow people to be themselves are not the kind of spaces that I see for myself career-wise. Yeah. And I'd like to be at a point where like I can put up a picture of me wearing like grills yeah. on my LinkedIn and still get yeah, it's okay. that's my, truly my aspiration in life Word. so 
Mm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up a great point about LinkedIn and how serious. Yes. Yeah. Like everybody's picture, they're in a damn suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah guilty. Me. I am guilty. I think I have like a selfie. selfie. Or no, it's actually a picture of me looking back Ooh. at Allen Gardens. Oh, nice. Like an orange sweater with like greenery in the background <laughs> and like bright pink lipstick. That's, That's good. Good for yeah, you. That's yeah. like it landed me in my job, so you know. Damn. Feel free to I'm cool with it. To plug your LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, show your shout out your socials real quick and your LinkedIn if yeah. you want. <laughs> um, that was actually true. Uh, no, but seriously, it's Johnu underscore YS. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Please uh, sponsor. Endorse. Endorse. Endorse for recommendations. Just, you know, just look up Johnu. Yeah, You'll find you me. Um, I have great skills. Yeah. <laughs> we worked in the same group. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very similar to you. You were thinking of getting D Woods on your neck. Navik is thinking about getting Backwoods tattooed on your neck. Like Backwoods, I'm not even a consumer. Yeah. I'm backwoods, but I love the, again, like community aspect. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. Get the fuck out of here. Whenever I'm at a party and I see a random guy, I'm like, Let's you got a backwood? You got a backwood? He's like, bro, how did you know? And then uh, he shows me a thick backwood. It's like, and I'm like, acknowledgement. It's like going to an all white school and like seeing the one person of color and being very excited about seeing yeah. them. Just like, whoa, whoa, you also have a lunch that smells obscure. Yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah, be friends. Yeah. It's the same thing. Backwoods culture is a thing. You the know? Culture and backwoods. Um, very heavy. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they get like wet really quickly though. <laughs> uh, I just I mean, don't like, maybe it's the people, but I'm just usually like, you know, that's. I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> like, I just don't, like, I'm that's not the title to of this. That's the title of this episode. That. Yeah. That's the title of this episode. Um, yeah, you know what? I, uh, I, need, to, I need to confess, because I feel like I've, I've really confused the masses. I actually don't smoke at all. Uh, so I feel like I've, I've appropriated backwards culture, guys. Finish I, I'm, I feel guilty about this. I shouldn't feel guilty. I should just you know, be uh, forward thinking about it. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to appropriate backwards culture anymore. I just want to, um, be an ally to all of those, you know, uh, He's an ally so I will be average. at the, uh, solidarity March for, uh, stopping backwards gentrification, um, oh. because that is happening. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, your last episode. that's yeah. right. Uh, the rally Sorry. is taking place, yeah. uh, soon enough, McCown and Finch, uh, one of these days, it'll just be Navek and I, maybe Johnny, who we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> also, if it, if they're wet, yeah, it's the people. Yeah, so it's just it's gross. When I just see, I'm like, ugh. Just like pat your lips dry, guys. Not that I smoke. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fully employed bitch. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know what Navek and I do when we talk about our like places of employment? We just like replace the first letter of wherever we work with a different letter. Oh my God, no, yeah. I still couldn't do that. Yeah, okay. That's, it's <laughs> just too obvious. That's but you fine. know, it's on my socials. Okay, there you go. You're, if you're so confident you with do? it, so yeah. what are you going to do with them? That's right. These are my own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, something that we, we like to ask too is uh, if you used... MSN Messenger or AOL chat. Do you, I did. Do you remember having a like super obnoxious or annoying username? I mean, like, aside from the realize, realize, realize. Oh, yes. I've yeah. been seeing that. I see it a lot. <laughs> I see really? it a lot. Yeah, it's I went true. on Twitter and I actually, you, you, you like Google MSN name maker for the kids yeah. that didn't understand how to get to the characters on their keyboard. You could still do that. So I did that with realize, 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 the little squiggly lines at the side, Whoa. the whole, just the production, and yeah, I tweeted yeah. it. Damn. And people didn't really appreciate it. They're like, Johnny, like, stop this, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what, fuck you. Because yeah. I wouldn't want to nudge you, so yeah, right. here we are. 
Where do we go from uh, here? I would go on busy. I would go on busy when you pull <laughs> Block up. and block. Yeah, exactly. Just so you know. Yeah, no, no. I definitely was on MSN. Um, prior to us starting to record, I had said that as a kid, I really wanted to be from Scarborough. Not okay. anymore. but That's right. You know, at the time, I was like, oh, like all the brown people are there. Right. I don't, you know, I didn't really have much of a, I guess, connection. Connection, yeah. Um, like I said, you know, I, I was like, oh, like, am I, I'm Indian. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and then I was like, oh, okay, but not really. Yeah, yeah, you learned, of course. They didn't claim us either. You know, when we immigrated oh, here, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't have, like, proper Indian paperwork. Status, yeah, yeah, but, like, Sri Lanka didn't claim us either. Exactly. So, fuck mm -hmm. them. Not you know, not the Tamil people. Yeah, 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 just, you know, yeah. You know state, what I, you know what I mean. The state, yeah. of course. Fuck the state. Yeah. <laughs> and the states. Yeah. <laughs> Bars. Um, but, um, yeah, no, that was like my my insight. I was like, oh, you know, if you if you go online, like I can talk to people and mm. meet people, and I had like two MSN boyfriends. Damn. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I was I didn't want to I wasn't allowed to leave the crib to go meet up with them, which right. I'm glad, you know, because apparently they had three other girlfriends. But, you know, I got played on MSN, man. It's catfishing. I feel like we did not have the same experience you did on MSN. <laughs> yeah. Uh, us mainly included us messaging 17 different guys. Yeah, that's what right. Up, what up, yo, what up? Hey, what what's, really? what's going what on tonight? What's going on? Are you going to play video games with me tonight? or? Oh, people uh, would like beef with me. And I was like, I don't understand damn. what's happening. I just wanted to make friends. You're just trying to make friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like, oh, like you gave me cut eye here. And I'm like, yo, I don't even go to Scarborough. I don't even know where Scarborough <laughs> is. <laughs> where is Scarborough? I don't even know. Is like, that... <laughs> at the time, I didn't. I, like, oh. we would go to like York Gate Plaza at Drain of Finch or Drain of Finch Mall. And right. like, the furthest I'd go out is like Yorkdale Mall. Okay. You know, yeah, I didn't really like discover downtown either. So I'm like, what are you, the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Guys, I don't actually know where Scarborough is. Just understand this. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's probably no, a good thing. I did, I did. And then I was like, you know, I'm trying to swag on these hoes. So yeah. it was yes. like a squiggly line, Lincoln Juliet <laughs> squiggly line. And everybody had Lincoln Romeo. I'm like, oh, you looking for a Romeo? And I'm like, no, not particularly. No, not you, guy. No, no. <laughs> Block, <laughs> never on block. And, and to this day, are there any substantial relationships that you formed with anyone through an online platform such as MSN? Tumblr, yeah. Through Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. There's a couple of people that like are not really online anymore. You know, they're working their, I guess, corporate jobs in other parts of the world. And moved on. Yeah. We yeah, we text like we talk all the time. It's wild. It's really cool. So yeah. a lot, a lot of people in my life now, I've been meeting online. Right. More than before yeah but it's it's been cool it's yeah been cool, i think i agree time space compression is cool but also i think access to that much will do a number on us at the same time so double-edged sword yeah true. yeah 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 that's yeah. how i feel about the uber app oh like yeah every day i'll just be get, <laughs> processing a trip i need a trip i need a trip canceling a trip here canceling a trip here <laughs> it's like i i need to step back i just lead off my okay, phone but i actually did that too I know, maybe you're joking, but I was like, oh, let me see how much this trip would cost. And I'm like, oh, you got to fucking chill. Yeah. You have a transfer and you don't need to stress right now. Like, mm. the TTC will be here in two minutes. Right. It'll take you five minutes to get there. Like, you don't need to do this. Just stop. Yeah. So I feel mildly attacked. <laughs> do you guys ever do trips above $30? What do you mean? Oh, like, like just generally? Yeah. No. I can't no. do it. I call my personal Uber. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Navik, you have a car. What are you saying? Oh, that's that's a good. Uber. Yeah, I'm like, hey, so. Trying to reach. I'm tired, and he's usually like, if you want me to pick you up, just tell me you want me to pick you up. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm usually like, yeah, I want you to pick <laughs> me up. <laughs> um, yeah, why are you taking Uber? You own a car. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 
That was the old me before oh, I had the whip. Oh, before you had the, the <laughs> Matrix. Had the whip, uh, I was in the, the Jacks. The Ajax. Scar- uh, Ajax. Please call it Ajax. Scarborough Please call it Ajax. Don't call it the Jacks anymore. We're, we're, <laughs> we're deading the Jacks right now. The only Ajax I recognize is my detergent. Oh. Oh. Wow. Sick line. <laughs> so shallow. <laughs> <laughs> so you do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Occasionally. Um, you do some sick, great things. Thank you. Um, if you want to address that, something amazing. Is that actually your laundry detergent? Um, you know what? I think we should uh, have some private parts about us. You know, have some, <laughs> keep certain information to ourselves. We could sponsor you, you know? You could be hashtag influencer life, too. That's what I aspire to be. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Moving talk on. about this. Whoa, okay. See, like, you can ask me, like, oh, uh, what's your brand of underwear? But do not ever ask me my detergent. <laughs> That's between me and my and damn washing machine. My <laughs> damn whirlpool <laughs> and my whirlpool. Hand wash gang. Please don't get between me and my whirlpool. Um. Hand wash gang? <laughs> oh, yeah. Should I go into this? Nah. We're not go here for it. a hand We're here, man. Gang. We're here. We're here. I hand wash my clothes. Do you actually all wash of all of them? Except, yeah, pretty much, except for underwear and socks. I just can't risk it again. What do you mean again? You ever put a bunch of stuff in your, you're washing a bunch of stuff, and then one, your favorite shirt is like, uh, goes from green to like dark purple or something. No, that's never happened. Yeah, I've been there. Okay, Well, fair. not for my clothes. Right. When I was figuring out laundry and my partner and I moved in together, right. I, uh, I fucked up a lot of no, shit. <laughs> like all this shit came out pink and it was like three sizes smaller and he was like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, well, I did the laundry by myself, so mm-hmm. it is what, what it is. Yeah. Adam Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is this reference to? Adam Lambert? You don't know that oh, song? What do you is, want from me? It's like his song. Oh no, I know who he is, but like the, the song, what do you oh. want from me? He had a, that was one of his hits? Yeah. Oh, inserting that's the that song, only song right I know by here him. in this episode. We're going to play it right now just yeah, so you can reference line. it. Exactly. Sorry, the only American Idol I'm on game with is Ruben Studdard. Oh, yeah? Oh, he was lit. He was. Yeah, he had My mom voice. had the biggest crush on him. <laughs> yeah. I See, wouldn't think so anybody cute. had a crush <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, yeah, I think... He'd be very happy to hear that. Shout out my mom. Yeah, <laughs> I think he would be. Yeah, shout out your mom and shout out Ruben Stuttick. <laughs> I'm sure we can email Ruben Stuttick. <laughs> and he'll reply. Hey, uh, so Benita thinks you're really cute. Yeah. <laughs> if you turn a link up. <laughs> <laughs> Where does she stay at? Okay, we'll get back on track here. Um, a couple of things that we were really excited to talk to you about are a few, uh, two projects in particular mm-hmm. um, that you've co-founded or you've started with some friends and you've kind of continued to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, so first one we, we want to talk to you about, or we'll get you to talk about, is um, Sunday Dinner Co. and yeah. what that is and how that got started. So Sunday Dinner Co. is something that my partner and I, um, that's our baby. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. A lot of love. It really is a lot of love, though. I love food. I love sometimes people. You know, Taylor <laughs> also loves food and sometimes people. Right. But what we do love is sharing food with people that also love food. It's, I think, one of the most beautiful, underrated pleasures in life. Yep. So, um, you know, people would come over and be like, you should sell tickets and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, fuck you. Um, <laughs> Respect my agency. I'll cook yeah. for who I want to. Exactly. <laughs> um, but then I was like, hey, like, I just feel like people will go eat anything from anywhere as long as it's Instagrammable and be like, this is the best XYZ I've had. And I'll be like, I have also had it and I think it's a piece of shit. Mm. 
therefore your opinion on food is null and void to me. Yeah. But I hope you enjoy the food that you've ordered. Enjoy your meal. Insert line. I'm, I'm good, good love. Enjoy. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Such a powerful line. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. When I saw that text, like the the screen grab of it, I was like, wow. Yep. This is one of the most profound things yep. of Shout this day future. and age. Yeah, I think Future is supposed to call his new album Beast Mode 2, Good Love and Joy. Yeah. But change it to the last minute. He should know. He should know. Now, the, when I saw the name Sunday Dinner, mm-hmm. like, I love that name just because I'm assuming the symbolism of what it represents. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that. you know, families coming together on Sundays usually, sharing dinner. It's mm-hmm. like that get together, decompress, talk about your week, you know, talk about things that you normally wouldn't talk about if you were in a household that was, you know, accepting that fostered of it. that, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think Taylor, my partner, really had that growing up. And for me, it wasn't really there, but it was what I always wanted. It's what I saw on TV. I was like, oh, like, you know, I want to be able to sit with, like, family and enjoy yeah. a meal. And I would have that with my sisters and my mom occasionally when she felt up to it. But um, it wasn't always a thing. So once... Me and him, actually, we were best friends before, so mm-hmm. we'd often share meals together, and then we were dating. Yeah. Before we were dating, there was a, we were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's fact. It's a fact. Um, and then, you know, now we're engaged. We're gonna Amazing. Get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. So we, thank you so much. And, you know, we still, we still eat together. Sunday's family day. We don't do anything else right. on those days. And if we do, like, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we fit you into our very, very closed-off schedule. Right. So to share Sunday dinner now with groups of people and have, you know, a portion of the proceeds, um, really like ultimately the profit from that go to a charitable aspect. Like it's, it's been yeah. pretty great. We've been supporting, um, a woman's shelter by diapers, baby formula, um, pads, tampons, like whatever, whatever they need, we'll do that. And, uh, moving forward, we're looking to pay for people's cataract surgeries wow. and, um, mm-hmm. basically like refugee camps and, in South India and stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So it's like you're eating good for the greater good. As yeah. someone tweeted, I'm not going to jack it. I don't know if yeah, you yeah, said yeah. it, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah boy. Yeah. It feels good, most certainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So talk us through what, not only starting something like this, but what kind of labor goes into putting on a Sunday dinner. Oh, man, it's a shit show, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard work. Because, like, I think doing it at home for your four or five hours, we live in, like, you know, almost a shoebox condo. Right. Um, that we rent. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, rent like no, we own it. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, Shout out people who still live at home. Yeah. They cannot, you know, we're here. If it was, if it was a thing that we could do, I'm sure we would. Yeah. But I just really like having my own space so much yeah, and being able to share that with him and my little sister, my youngest sister, Amazing. lives with us. You know, so it's it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, family space. Of we do what we want. We're very. I feel like in our generation, I'd like to say at least the people around me are very aware, Mm. um, conscious of other people's space and energy and feelings. So I think to live with people who are respectful and supportive and, you know, all our fights in quotes are really good conversations. They're very productive. (laughs) 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 That was me spitting away the... Kanur, the bad eye. I was oh, like, yeah. no. Nice. We will not allow this into yeah, my yeah. home. Yeah, bad no, but we, we have really productive, again, quote-unquote arguments. Yeah. So I think to live with people like that is really beautiful. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to, to cook there with, like, four or five people, 
is one thing. In the comfort of your home, yeah, your you space, know, in my own right? space, and be like, hey, you know, sorry, this is running a little late. I don't even apologize. I'm like, yo, the chicken's gonna be ten more minutes. It yeah. is what it is, you know. Exactly. Um, enjoy the balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. Have a balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a bathtub too, man. Ooh. Yeah. How high up are you? Tenth floor. No. And there's like no buildings obstructing our wow, view. Yeah, beautiful. so I see sunsets. It's really nice until someone else puts another condo there, you know? Damn. Mm-hmm. So until then. Nivek and I are, are inviting ourselves over soon. Yeah, enough. you guys got to come by. We're, we're I got gonna, my plants, you know, my little over. plant corner. I have a lounge chair. I <laughs> sit on Amazing. and stare at my plants from there. That sounds, we do that a lot. <laughs> as long as I can see the plants and not look down. Yeah. That's right. Are you, afraid of, are you not into afraid heights? Afraid of heights? I'm seriously afraid. Like okay. The terrace is really nice. You can go out onto like a terrace. It's okay. really cute. Yeah. Okay. We walk there at night because the, the wind, the buildings, something about infrastructure. Yeah. It's nice. Like yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, but I think like cooking for 30 people, selling tickets, yep. um, you know, solidifying a location that has a kitchen that actually has counter space and mm. like proper stovetops, like... It's difficult, but yep. it's really nice because I feel like everybody that comes out to these events generally, aside from like maybe two people that I've had like interesting interactions with at the space, yep. I think they were they they were there to support. So you know, big up them. But yeah. I feel like everyone else is really coming for community. We play the music really low, so you sit, you have a family style dinner, you're yep. talking to new people, you're you know, you're engaging with us, you're yep. seeing us cook, we're talking to you about where the ingredients are from, why we used it in our dish. It's very intentional. Right. So it's beautiful, but you know, I don't like to cook for a couple of days after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a challenge, most certainly. Mm-hmm. And what uh when was the first when did the first ever Sunday dinner take place and how did that go? Last October. It was last October. Yeah, okay, it's been wow. a while. No, we took we had to take a break. We had um a bit of a loss in the family mm-hmm. and like, you know, it was a little, it was a rocky time. Certainly. So we had to take some time off, but we're back and at it again in Amazing. August. So Beautiful. Okay. Keep a lookout um, for that. We certainly know? will. And yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get but all the details we can to yeah, share that. Yeah. Would love that. Yeah. Um, would love to see you guys there. But it was October. Uh, our car broke down oh on the way gosh. there. Yeah. It was, it was rough. I called one of my girls, uh, the same person, the writer I was telling you about, Meg. Hey, boo. <laughs> she's she's going to listen um, for sure. You know, I called my other girl, Kat, like, uh, Nicole. I'm like, guys, like, the car broke down. I don't know what to do. I'm like texting in the group chat. People were like, do you want me to send you an Uber for like the ingredients? I'll send you another Uber for you. And then right. Meg and Nicole just rolled up with like a charger and we didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Someone with like a truck came by, charged our car. Holy cow. Shout out good friends, eh? Yeah, man. Oh, um, just shout out to, to everyone listening, because I've been in this case like 30,000 times. Uh, CAA, big help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, we needed to get yeah. somewhere in like 20 mm. minutes, and 20 so. minutes passed, and we were like, we need to. We got to go. But CAA is a very good investment <laughs> if you have a car. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I'm shouting out car stuff. That doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Um, Sponsor me. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we could use a sponsor. sponsor. Yeah. That would be dope. Like, I'm yeah. a 4C. Also, yeah. there's a battery charger on Amazon for like 40 bucks. I can just charge your battery oh, on the spot. Word. That's like amazing as Okay, well. noted. Um, Plug thank talk. You, thank you. Thanks, Nabeek. Plug talk. That's on uh, Amazon. A M A Z O N dot C A. Use code not high top for maybe 10%. Try it out. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, see Probably what happens. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Nothing yeah. will happen. Yeah, there's no consequence. 
Also, uh, I was wondering, what are prior to Sunday dinner? What were some inspirations, like restaurants that you guys went to? They really liked that. No, yeah. I gotta say, no restaurants inspired us to start Sunday dinner. Yeah. Real shit. It was uh, Tay's mom's cooking and his cooking for me and my cooking for him. Right. Damn. Right. Yeah, because I always would go to places and I'm like, Taylor can make this better. Yeah. You know, um, we have a couple of friends who are incredible cooks, but unfortunately, when you work in a kitchen, you don't own it, um, or you're not chef de cuisine, you're often regurgitating someone else's creativity. And, um, you know, I just feel like if you're colonizing countries to steal spices and you're not using them, it's, mm -hmm. why are we here, What's bro? the point, yeah. Yeah, but there are quite a few restaurants that are pretty wicked, yep. you know, and, and they're doing their thing. But generally, I feel like... Um, the Toronto scene is quite trendy. Yep. It's very trends focused. You know, this is like a Canadian, I don't fucking know what it's called, but like some Canadian food, something industry, and it talks about trends. Right. You know, and charcoal was a trend, and now like homemade ice cream is going to be a trend, and mm. it is. Wow, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, teas and stuff like that. So it really goes through that, and that frustrates me, you know? You're not highlighting ingredients. So I can't say. Um, locations inspired us in terms of food places, but I think experiences. Right. Mm. You know, That's oh, huge. I was I was this age and I had this with my mom. Tasted really good. Let's try to make it again. Yeah. You know, or my mom makes this, but I'm a better cook than my mom. Shut up, Anita. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it. I know it. My siblings know it. Um, just taking what she does and like just flaring it. Up. I feel like that's what you should do. Yeah, take, yeah, what, yeah. take what you learn and try to make, make it, it better. better. You know, totally. um, so I guess it was more experiences in our, our relationship that inspired us. Right. But yeah, the first one started off like a shit show, right. ended up really well, like full house. Everybody had fun. Wow. Fire alarm went off. Whoa. But I was like, you know, what would a family dinner be without a fire alarm going off? Yeah, 100%. You know? I but don't think I've yeah, ever hosted a the dinner. The crowd was it. just, the people make it really awesome. And my friends always show up and it makes it easier, you know, like. Even setting up, cleaning up, they're just, I'm very, very grateful for them. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely. You know, shout out group chat. Shout out the group chat, <laughs> always, always. always. Um, you know, something that you, you kind of just mentioned here was, you know, the most important part or the catalyst to making it super successful were the people there um, and the kind of community mm -hmm. that, was, that was built from it. Um, you know, that I think we've reached a point where, um, thankfully, the internet has created like a lot of really great spaces for people mm -hmm. um, in like in like all across the board. Like to yeah. speak immediately on something like uh, a, group, a musical group that Nivek and I really like called Brockhampton like wouldn't exist if uh, a Kanye West like fan blog didn't exist. They yeah. wouldn't have met and they wouldn't have got together yeah. in real life. Um, we see that now on, on Instagram. We jokingly talked about it with MSN and all these yeah, things. Yeah. Um, on MySpace and Tumblr, these communities or spaces existed for people to like find people who believed in the same things as them or felt mm -hmm. the same way that mm -hmm. they did. Um, and while it's like a super, a super special thing, um, the kind of like the excitement or the like fulfillment that you get from creating a community of like in real life um, is like one can sometimes feel like it's impossible. Um, but two, like when it does happen, um, it, yeah, it paramounts it because, you know, this is like, I, I I always find myself struggling to like use or say it this way, but it's like it's it's real life. Everything mm -hmm. is is real, mm -hmm. um, and that's what takes it. It's like indescribable. Um, so in that sense, you know, how 
difficult or how easy have you found community building in real life, for a lack of a better term? How has that kind of process been for you? I feel like IRL is always easier for me than URL. Okay. No way. Yeah. Why is that? I, I feel like um, I don't think I do a good job of, of reflecting who I am and like how multi-dimensional and multifaceted I am mm-hmm. online because, you know, I'll write my intentions, but like, I also believe that you should only knock if you truly are buck. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So Reference. it's straight fact. Yes. Um, so I feel like it's, it's hard to, you just see fragments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's people are always saying it's a highlight reel. So that's right. It is. For um, sure. I want to see everything else. So I feel like connecting with people, talking to them, I can garner better relationships. That's right. Um, I also don't like being on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, you know, they say consistency is key and like (sighs) have commitment issues. (laughs) So you gotta put your phone away. Yeah, I mean, I'll always choose myself and my family over posting a picture. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I used to be. I have to take a picture of this and share it. I have to take a picture of that and share it. And now, like, I have a lot of meals that I don't share. I have a lot of outfits I don't post or yep. mascaras that I use that right. I don't post. I'm just like, you know, I just want to enjoy it. You can archive and, it in your mind. Yeah, and if I want to share some things, then I'll do it. But I think that's that's difficult when you're trying to cultivate and foster communities based on what, say, skincare. Like, I have to talk about it. Yeah. But I don't really like talking about things all the time. I'm like, right. let me just show you. Like, let's yeah. do this together kind of thing, you know? Totally, so, totally. Um, that's like my long-winded way of saying I don't really know what to tell you. No, that's okay. Because <laughs> um, because that's something we, uh, you know, Navik and I think about often is like with this, yeah, with this with this podcast too, you know, um, we've met and we've learned about a lot of people who listen to the show that like, I don't want to say we wouldn't have expected to listen to it, but yeah, we wouldn't have known because, you know, we didn't do this or we didn't choose to share it. um, And we didn't choose to kind of like be open to the idea of, of conversing with people that we never met before. Um, It's cool that you guys do that. It's, it is, it's, it's, it's neat, but it also is kind of like a a starting point for like wanting to do more, like being able to, to like meet in public spaces or, or more importantly, kind of like, um, you know, pull everyone in from like every different place. And then as soon as they're all in the same room, Navek and I just kind of drop and disappear. And yeah. then all these people who might've be cool. came into a space because of this podcast yeah. are now intermingling with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of disappear. I got really excited when I got your email. Cause I was like, oh, oh man, like, it's like two thumbnail guys. Like that's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, Surprise. I was, I was really excited. Here's the disappointment. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Um, but no, you know, with, with that in mind, aside from like, being like, what the fuck with my headphones on, <laughs> he was like, okay. So Chris was walking towards me and I had my headphones on reading and I saw like a shadow and I'm like, I'm we're not fucking doing this today, man. <laughs> oh, I've no. had a really long day at work. I'm not talking to you. Um, and I see like a wave and I'm like, we're not fucking doing Like we're not doing this. And then I was like, oh, right. I'm here to meet with someone. So maybe this is this person. So I look up and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Oh. Calm all of a sudden. Yeah. Hello. So nice to finally meet you. I almost caught hands is what she's trying to say. <laughs> so that's a message. Do not ever approach her. When she's don't ever approach I don't wear my glasses, eh? So if you think I'm giving you cut eye, I'm not. You're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, and I don't like wearing my glasses. I like to just about my life and That's see okay. what I see not see what I don't want to see. Yeah. You want to see how life really is. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah, you know. Shout out legally, legally Blind Gang. Yeah. That's me too. That's me too. Uh, shout out being legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but <laughs> speaking of, you know, uh, online communities as well as uh, real life communities, yeah. um, something that I think has kind of reached into more online spaces is um, the projects that you've done or projects that you worked on under uh, what Lotus Gang is. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit more about what that is yeah. um, and how that got started as well? So I actually... Um founded it with a friend who's no longer a part of it. Okay. Um, just, I guess, like, our visions were quite different. Mm-hmm. So she's doing her own thing now, and I, um, prior to her leaving, I had asked my girl, Nevada, I was like, yo, um, this is my idea. Are you about it? And she was like, yeah. So then Niv and I really, I guess, kind of spearheaded, kind of moving forward. What do we want to do with it? Where do we want to be? And then, um, you know, my friend Kayla Carter joined. She's also an incredible writer, uh, speaker. She does a lot of workshop facilitation and stuff. She's, man, she's got me through a lot. She's my bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold it down, yeah, exactly. Um, she was the one that wanted to send me an Uber. <laughs> oh, word, okay. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. I got some good peoples. Yeah. I will say, too, 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 again. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, 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 but she, you know, she, she joined um, my other friend Martika, also incredible photographer and she did a lot of ux okay um her vision is just incredible you know so she joined and then miran she's wonderful videographer huge team wow yeah so it's it's you know it's all just uh women of color and um lotus gang the name comes from so in east asia and southeast asia and actually i just found out like in certain parts of like sri lanka as well there are groups of women with particular names Uh, not necessarily like gang but like you know, um, that would do, like, I guess, like, underground work, like, getting women toiletries, like, sex education, um, you know, sending kids to school, getting girls out of, like, uh, like, freaking human trafficking rings, like, they really are just doing it, so I was like, okay, well, you know, we definitely don't have a lot of the issues that they have in in other parts of the world, but we really want to create, like, work that questions, notions of aesthetics, Mm. you know, uh, pushes boundaries, barriers, makes people uncomfortable, makes people question things, and um, really just life, I guess, experience, like visual studies of life, you know, is what we say, through the eyes of an immigrant's daughter. Wow. Um, And and we all see things so differently because of our upbringings, like where we were, uh, race differences, class differences, you know, there's just... It's so layered, and I think it's really beautiful to create with a group of women. And there's really no pressure. Like, you know, if you have a project you want to do, you do it. And if you don't, that's cool. So we'll have some dead zones, and then we'll have, like, time for just pumping out, you know, work, whether it be playlists or visual studies or video or poetry. Like, we just take it easy and make what we want to make and in, you know... I guess rates that we want to make it at. So it's it's kind of nice to not put pressure on your creativity and, yeah. and let your cre- creativity just do what it wants to do. You yeah, know? of course. Mm-hmm. And how was it that you uh, came together with a lot of these people? Was it through uh, you know like a medium like Instagram or through mm-hmm. the internet that you met a lot of these people? Doing I met these I met Niv on Instagram. I met Kayla when I was working retail. Uh, Maron through another project I was a part of. Teeks. Um, I think I was like. We were following each other, but we <laughs> met in person yeah, yeah, yeah. forever the ago. The classic tango. Yeah, like forever ago. And then we reconnected again. Um, yeah, I guess like, nah, really, not not these girls, interestingly enough. Yeah. Like, you know, online interactions, but really like, I think face-to-face connection really just kind of 
put the hit the nail yeah on the head hit, the, hit the nail yeah it something is. like that yeah. something like that um hit something yeah <laughs> into place <laughs> it all came together yeah exactly. yeah, yeah but so, it's it's cool to connect with other people via social media yeah of course yeah. um and like you said transition into real life and be able mm-hmm. to work with yeah, them and connect yeah. with them on a yeah. the most human level right mm-hmm. uh so where can people follow or find out a lot of the the projects that are coming out under lotus oh, gang dope. so you could follow at lotus x gang um and our website is linked on our socials okay sunday dinner is at sunday dinner underscore co yep. there's no website right now that's all right um but there will be. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's all coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon, you soon, can soon. always email us, shoot me or Taylor a message, mostly me because he doesn't understand how DMs work yet. <laughs> Bless his soul. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, okay. That's, that's a great life. Actually. Yeah. yeah. I think he like really is living his best life because he just doesn't, he's not connected. He doesn't need to use tech mm. in the industry he's in. You know Fair. what I mean? So Fair. he's really living online. I'm sorry, offline. Offline. Yeah. And awesome. all the work I do is online. So I think it's, it's nice. To, it's refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Speaking of uh, still, speaking of the still industry, a bag of dirt. yeah, he's still <laughs> a bag of dirt. <laughs> shout out, Bay. Yeah. Hey, shout out to everybody's partners who are true, just pieces of garbage. Yeah, dirt and bags. That's me. That's <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> like we can all relate. Yeah. That's okay. Um. <laughs> he tells me I'm a dirt bag at least once a day, and I'm like, "You are correct." <laughs> that is correct. That is who I am. I just said what I said. Yeah. So yes, you are absolutely right. Love me. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Love your dirt bags. You know. Speaking of your partner, speaking of the industry that he works mm-hmm. in, um, something we definitely want to talk to you about, given your passion for food and the experiences you've kind of had in this food scene in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, which some will argue is, you know, buzzing, it's thriving. Yeah. Um, some will argue is, is, it? is on its way. Because everything's and it's, closing and it's, after, it's, like, it's a mad issue. Minimum um, 12 months. Yeah, so, shit closes down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so given, you know, that Nivek and I, as much as uh, we're into food, uh, we don't find ourselves down here enough to mm-hmm. really speak on it uh, mm-hmm. with good evidence and experience. Um, so we're keen to know what your experiences uh, and potentially what tea you have to spill on what this industry okay, is about, so really look, about. I think the industry is garbage because people in back of house are overworked, underpaid. And, um, you know, I feel like if a health inspector or like, what the fuck is Employment Board of Ontario? I don't know. Yeah. No One of those. If somebody like stood in the back of a kitchen you know, but went in undercover. Do you know how many places we shut the fuck down? Oh, man. Too many. Like, Too many. These, these, like, people working in back of house are working 12, 13-hour shifts, like, no breaks, you know. Occasionally, we eat, go out, smoke, come back in because they don't have time. Like, you don't, like, it's underemployed. Yep. You're not going to leave your friends to deal with, like, lunch or dinner rush or brunch rush on their own. So you stay and you don't eat. And, like, my partner has Crohn's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he loves food and he still pushes through. But for me, the thought of him waking up in the morning and I'll make him a smoothie or he'll make me whatever. One of us is making a smoothie breakfast mm. and he'll luckily he's doing different ish work yeah. in the industry now. But, right. you know, for almost a decade, he was not eating like yeah. for 12 hours a day. You know what I mean? And he comes home and you don't even have to have Crohn's to lose your appetite. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's It's just not. It's not right. Yeah. So I feel like back of house needs to be treated better. Word. Way Agreed. better. Dishwashers need to be treated better. Cleaners need to be treated nice. better. Like, yep. they need more respect, you know? And 
people complain about tipping, but I'm like, you know, servers really do do. They have a lot to do. They have to deal with people. Yeah. They have to be the middle human being. I don't yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, it's a lot, and I've served and I've bartended, but I don't know. Like I, I don't see a lot of people having like good enough tip outs. Like these guys are making minimum wage. Yeah. It's, it's a really demanding yeah i can go on and on and on i think people deserve their tips obviously because you're making eight dollars nine dollars an hour but like you know sometimes they don't even eat either but if you're walking home with like i don't know a good place summertime like after 40 hours of work like a rack in tips yeah you know kitchen doesn't yeah they don't get benefits exactly so i mean yeah it's a it's a it's a scary place and probably the yeah. most accessible uh, to like to the general public to witness or experience yeah. the exploitation, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And like a lot of these guys are, and it's mostly men. Yep. It's very misogynistic. Number one, women don't really go into these spaces, mm-hmm. so if they do, they have to deal with bullshit. Now, in general, they're mostly, like, racialized folks as well that are doing, quote-unquote, bitch work. I don't really know what else, you know, like, what other term to use. And they have to, like, bust their ass to work their way up. And it's really romanticized, like, the struggle. But I don't think that chasing your dreams should come at the cost of, like, your health, your sleep, your mental health. Like, that's some really fucked up shit. And I'm sure I'm coming from a place of privilege, you know, having a job and being happy with my job to say that but like I'm also saying this as someone who was on EI for a bit as someone who was like working odds and end jobs like working retail and serving and being in school full-time like I even then I was like this is not okay right you know what I'm saying like it's it's not okay that people have to deal with these things so I see his love for food and I'm like if you really have to love it to deal with this shit so that's like my view on like the industry yeah. but now we talk about food it's like you know there's a lot of places that are really beautiful in toronto i, yeah. mean, I would never knock it it's, it's a very diverse city and there's you can really taste a lot of different things which is lovely but i also think that there's a lot of places that are just hype you mm. know um i don't even know man there's like so <laughs> many like there are people that i'll see they'll post about food and i'm like oh i'm gonna go check this out and i go and i'm like are you fucking serious <laughs> Are you, are you fucking serious? I came in here and you had all this fucking shit on your flat lay on fucking Instagram, okay? And I'm like, I'm gonna try all this shit out. And then I try it and I'm like, this is That's yeah. straight booty Jeez. hole. And then I'm like, really? I gotta, now I have to be nice to the server because it's not their fault the food is fucking yeah. shit. And it's probably not the kitchen's fault either. They're not probably not allowed to fuck around with like right. recipes. Yeah. So I have to tip you, but like I'm paying the fucking owner of this place what the fuck yeah you know so i'll go home and and unfollow these bitch i mean you will not catch these likes fuck yeah. you you know i actually follow this couple who does their own food blog thing yeah and they've been like hitting like amazing spots in like a row and then they hit me with this like uh this wing place and it was disgusting oh you went and i was like yeah but i went to like two other places that i recommended great in like scarborough and this yeah. one was like in markham whatever and yeah i was like wow. are they growing is their following growing Oh, yeah, they have a decent volume. That's why. Mm. Now you start fucking getting invited to places and you start thinking that you got to, like... Put on. Yeah, and that's just not... Like, it's not accurate, as Khaled would say. Like, I just... (laughs) It's just not right. Like, 
you know, the reason you're here is because of your honesty and your connection with your the people that follow you yeah. and, you know, trust what you have to say. Like, don't bullshit. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't like I, with that paid yeah. Post, so when people sponsor, were like, "Oh, yeah. like when people when do people people do invite me to places," I usually I'm like, you know, I, I would not eat here. So I'm good, love. I'm sorry. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> so we're gonna count how many times we can actually apply that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throughout this episode. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. I just. Uh, you don't want me to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you do. Yeah, There's I mean, this place that like. Ugh, go for it. Pisses go me for off, it. Okay? Go for it. Maybe I just had a bad experience, but I went to Fat Pasha's. Fat Pasha, okay. Um, and it's like, I don't even know what the style of cuisine is, but a lot of shit on there is like kosher. I don't know what okay. the correct term is. I don't, can I say like Jewish food? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess okay. I'd have to Google it. But okay. I don't want to pick up my phone right now. So. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe um, you could insert a note yeah, 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 <laughs> in exactly. the captions. A little insert, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what you meant. Yeah. Um, but I went and I was like, a lot of people were posting and I really like cauliflower when it's made right. Nice. And they had like a roasted head of cauliflower and I was like, yo. Down. Tahini, pomegranate. Okay, to, I've heard I'm about, about this. To, okay, I've heard about gonna this. Be, it's going to be lit. I've seen this so photo. I went and I got a shakshuka because I make a really good shakshuka. Okay. Um, and I've been making it for a very long time. I've been practicing. My next door neighbor taught me when I was like five years old and she was this old Jewish lady. And I was like, you know what, Faith? Teach me. We got this. <laughs> we got this girl, you know? So I carry that with me, you know? And I'm like, I'm really excited. And I go, I'm like, are you, like, really? I asked for my eggs to be soft and like, Y'all they're not. Well, I don't want to fucking eat a hardened yolk, first yeah. of all. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, my tomatoes are burned at the bottom of the fucking pan. I could tell someone tried to scrape it. And one thing you should never fucking do when you burn your food is scrape it off. Don't do that. Take the part that's not burned off and then clean your pan and go back in if you don't have a second pan. Don't ever because you will taste the burn. And if you're going to do that, that's cool. You know, I don't want to be all snobby, but don't serve it to me. This is where we insert. Boom. I'm good, love. (laughs) Enjoy. Okay, and then I ordered a brisket on the side, and it was so dry. I'm like, yo, how do you take a brisket and serve it to me dry? (laughs) The whole point of this meat is supposed to be moist. How are you supposed to, like, what the fuck? And then I had the cauliflower, and I'm like, you know, this is okay, but, like, (sighs) so I went home, and I made it better. (laughs) Damn. That passion, man. You know, so I, maybe it's better now. Right. Um, I'm not going to knock it. I don't, I don't, it's somebody's bread and butter, you know, so don't listen to me. I ain't shit, but... I will not be going back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like two weeks later, I went to Beast and I had their brunch and I was like, yo, this is wicked. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've heard lots of good things about Beast. Yeah. Beast is really, really good. The Commodore, they shut down. That was like, I felt like a part of me was torn away. Dang. Like it, I can say is my favorite brunch place of all time. Wow. And it no longer exists. Dang. Yeah. And the dinner was really good, too. Yeah, I was living in Parkdale for a bit. How long was it around for? I don't even know. Like, I discovered it, and, like, in six months from me discovering it, it shut down. But I right. went there, like, enough. Like, they okay. knew me. They knew me. I would call, and they'd be that's like, hey, John, nice. what's up? Regular seat? Yep. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Being a regular, man, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an adult goal. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, we're not there yet, you know? Yeah, it depends. <laughs> Um, I don't know when I go to Tim's. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, your bagel bell on Sesame. I'm like, yeah, I'm embarrassed. Year? Yeah. Yeah. Friday nights at like when I was living in Parkdale at uh, Queen and Ronsi. Mm. 
the burrito boys. Okay. If I ever went at like 2 a.m. after parts and labor, they're like, yeah, shrimp burrito. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Usual <laughs> toppings. Yes. You already know. That's nice, man. That's Some, embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That was cool, man. That's, that's like express lane is what yeah, that yeah. is pretty much. And you get that for being a, a repeat customer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great flip. Yeah, exactly. You, I'm all about positive. positive reaffirmation. Yeah. Is that the word? Sure. Just flip it. Uh, yeah, that's the way to look at it. I've never been to Beast. Uh, I've been to a place down or like around the corner from it called the Old York. How's that? Uh, it's actually very nice. Really? Um, yeah, and what I think is really cool. I'm going to block you if I go there and eat. <laughs> oh, man, maybe. You might block me. Um, <laughs> well, that's I, a great recommendation. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might block me. Um, you might block me for it. That's right. <laughs> um, I'll say this. Uh, yeah, as someone who has like worked in the in- industry as well, mm-hmm. I thought the food was really good. Um, and what I thought was really cool was having a chat with one of the managers um, was like one of the last times a friend of mine was there who lived very close to it and mm-hmm. frequented it quite often. Um, he was saying that like he had like a really great chat with um, who the guy who at the time was the uh, like the head chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, oh, the, the next time we walked in, uh, my friend had asked the owner who was serving us that day, like, uh, oh, hey, you know, is, is so-and-so in today? Um, and she said, that, like, oh, you know, we actually had to like part ways with him um, because uh, the way that he like he chose to uh, like express frustration um, was just like dangerous and like unhealthy for like the people that worked in oh, this wow. restaurant and like we we prioritize that and like we just like we we couldn't have that and we had to part ways with them and that was something that like i've never I've actually never heard, heard of that. yeah exactly i've never heard um and you know something that she was like kind enough to kind of express was that like you know like a lot of this menu was created by him and so much of like what people love about this place was created by him and that's like not something where we're gonna forget um but like unfortunately Unfortunately, like we we saw the side of him yeah. far too late, or not too late in the game, but we saw it, you know, after such a long time, um, and only kind of late in the game do we realize how mm-hmm. much of a detriment and how concerning it is for like everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just for the general energy of this place. Um, so I thought I, I just listening to her, her say that was something that resonated very much That's with beautiful. me. Uh, yeah, and is also something that unfortunately is a rarity in this no, industry. No, I wish people did that more yeah, often. Exactly, yeah, exactly, um, because you very. Um, you very eloquently explained the problems and the issues did that this kind of face. I think you did. I feel like um, I was just like verbal diarrhea. Fuck no. this shit. <laughs> um, but the, the kind of like easy way or not the easy way, but the kind of like the simple way of, answer, of answering is that like masochism is what is romanticized. Yeah. Right? That's that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. Is that like pain and pushing yourself and, and quote unquote being the best by like. It's like pitting yourself bad against boy other, image, yeah, exactly. and it's like you, you don't have to. It doesn't exactly. have to be all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the worst. Um, yeah, and it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah. Shout out to Old York. Yeah. Um, please don't block me if you don't no, like no, it. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go check it out. Have you been to? Um, do you like? You guys like ramen? Yes, yeah. definitely. What's your favorite joint? Um, I only go to ramen in Scarborough, um, and that's there's Green, no, not Green Grotto. Is it Ajinsu? Ajisen? Yeah, Ajisen, yeah. Yeah. At Warden and Steel. I think it's like a chain. They have like one there's at a bunch of Chinatown and like... Or it's a chain. It's a chain. It's a chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I've only been to that one and uh, it's always been great. Price point is solid yeah. as well. Yeah. Because I don't know about Accessible. that versus downtown. It's always yeah. higher. A lot, of the, a lot of the downtown ramen places I don't really like rock with. I'm just like, this is just... It's not for me. Same old. Yeah. I really liked Ryu. Okay. Never they been. were there was one in Baldwin, but like I think they had a fire, oh, and then they um, had one in um, 
what the fuck? Where is it? <laughs> Danforth. Okay. Somewhere, I think by Danforth Station. Near, you know where Hard Rock Nails is? It's near Hard Rock Nails. I don't know where Hard Rock, Hard Rock yeah. Nails is, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, well, it's near there. Okay. But <laughs> they broke my heart. They were like my number one, and then they changed their broth, and I was like, what the fuck oh, would you man, do that? Oh, man, you can't change Why would the broth. you do that? Like, it was just, it was just not as rich and, like, decadent anymore, but San Sote has taken the spot. And I think it's pretty affordable. It's accessible. Like, the building's accessible, which okay. is cool. At least the one that I went to. Right. What's the name of it, sorry? San Sote. Okay. S-A-N-S-O-T-E-I. Okay. Um, the broth was really good. The noodles were good. The meat was good. The service was good. Yeah, they Amazing. were really nice. And it looked beautiful, too. Yeah. So if you're into, like, just photographing your food and <laughs> not going for flavor, like, and you have friends that care about how the food tastes, you can go here. Amazing. Yeah. Best of both worlds. This is yeah. the first time on the show that we've had a food talk segment uh, even as someone who's like been working in yeah, a kitchen yeah, yeah. for two years, it's the first time we've done on the show. So really, eh? thanks for letting this happen. Because yeah, uh, I feel you. like if I just pulled up and talked about food <laughs> for 30 minutes on the show, it'd be really whack. I so. feel like I would love that. I would listen to that. Sometimes right. I think I should just go on Instagram live and just talk about food. High top food pod. It's coming soon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that might be a little, you know, branch. It's just, yeah, it's just branch me 20 minutes just, just really chatting. quietly like, yeah, so I tried this spot. I was like, like. Also, talk about places that are great in food, terrible in service. That's right. That's mm. right. We got we to gotta make sure people know, you know, challenge them to be better. Um, I like being screamed at, but also full. Oh my God, stop. That's right. That's the real Scarborough some pl- experience. No, some, pa- some places stress me out. Like, yeah. my Taylor's um, Jamaican and Bayesian, but he understands certain Tamil words. Because oh, word. if he's out with me, I'm like, I want you to know when someone's talking about you, right? Um, so I tell him, I've taught him certain words. Mm. I've taught him how to respond very, very rudely. Ooh, nice. Um, and when we go into places, people just assume that I'm not Tamil because I'm with him. And we'll just start chatting shit. And I'm just like, yo, like, why do you have to do that? We came here for the up-bum. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> came he, here for the up He knows how to eat with his hands now. Like yeah. He eats like soda and curry with his hands. You can spill the tea. Was this a hopper hut? It was a hopper hut. Damn. Exposed. You know what? The, um, I think the, the person's son came out. He was so nice to us. Word. You okay. know what I mean? But this lady like... Taylor's in the middle of ordering his fish bun, and she just turned around. I was like, bro. Come on now. Come you know? on now. And then I had to ask her in Thumbwall. I was like, oh, like, can I get three of these? And she was like, uh. Goes into the kitchen, and her, her son comes out. And I'm like, oh, okay. Dang. So this is what ah. we're doing. Yeah, exactly. But Southern Aroma, they're wicked. Yeah, Southern They're really, really nice. Shout you know? out Southern Aroma. And I, that's, like, for me, a big thing. If I go into South Asian spaces, and people treat Taylor whack, it's not... Like, I'm not coming back here. Like, you're garbage. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you see that, or we've oftentimes experienced that in opposite spaces, right? Where you enter a space that you are foreign to, which is like 90% yeah. of the spaces that we walk into. And it's like, okay. Treat me like shit, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, shout out Southern Aroma. We've pretty much come to our last couple segments here. Yeah. Because um, we've talked about almost everything that we wanted to talk about here. Um, but we're going to go into a segment which we've <laughs> kind of like weaved into this whole episode, which is great. Um, but this is Soup It Up, uh, unofficially sponsored by Campbell Soup, right. where we talk about uh, something that's been making us mad or uh, something that's cheesed us a little bit this week uh, mm-hmm. and need to get it off our chest. Could be this week, could be today, could be the past hour, could be this episode. If this episode is making you mad, tell nah. us, please. Um, but we'll always start with Nuvek here. Please, man, tell us what, uh, what's been on your mind. 
So I had a long list for today. Oh, really? I decided to keep it short. And the list keeps growing because <laughs> we spoke about something earlier, and I have to add that to the list. Okay. So one thing that I thought of a few days ago is um, a lot of people are having children now for whatever reason. And there's always someone in the comments once they post a picture like, why didn't you adopt? What do you mean? They'll be like... Sorry, hold on. Rewind some... What? <laughs> I probably didn't give enough backstory. See, I always think these stories up, and they go perfectly in my head, but I don't give any of the information. That's okay, man. That's Dude, okay. People have babies, um, you know, whenever they want. Yeah. And they'll post a picture on, like, IG when they yeah, pop yeah, the yeah. baby out. <laughs> when they pop the baby and out. And there's always someone, you know, bringing up adoption. Oh, are you going to adopt for the next... Or why, why didn't, didn't you? you? Adopt? Yeah, why you didn't adopt? You? Why didn't you adopt? Yeah, it's just like, yo, this child is in this world now. Like, relax. First of all, adoption is thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> is that? Oh my god, is it actually? From? Yes, adopting I one child is thirty thousand kind of dollars. Okay. Nobody has thirty thousand. I wish I did. You know, I would. Yeah. Like right now. Yes, yeah. I know. Having. If I had thirty thousand dollars now, I'd pay off OSAP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real shit. First. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Still wouldn't be enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like even if you were to have a kid, you're not spending like I know it's like fifty thousand dollars, but that's over the course of like eighteen years. Right. Yeah. So uh, please don't ever, don't ever play yourself. I was gonna try to employ or try to use I'm good, love, and joy. <laughs> Doesn't work out it's that okay. way. Uh, Got another point to bring up. Please go for it. Double dipping in the go off, sis. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of chatter about Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> People keep dissing her. She can't play a man. She can't play an Asian person. It's called diversity. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I even looked up her IMDb. Like, how many, how many times has she been nominated for, like, an Oscar? Zero times. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? Academy, like, I know... You guys had your moment with the, the all-white nominees. But snubbing Scarlet? <laughs> Scarjo? How, how do you play Asian man, but you're a white woman? I can't, I can't do that. Can, can you do that? Can you guys no, do I that? Can't, I no, I can't. I can't. No, probably not. It's called talent. It's called experience. It's called sauce. <laughs> it's called <laughs> straight sauce. And you know what it is, man? What is it? It's definitely not privileged. Not a chance in hell. What the hell is privilege? Not a chance in hell. And so I know she, she politely declined her role uh, to be a trans man. Did you? Did oh, you? Word? Did you decline it? She, she did decline Eventually, it. Eventually, after being dragged. dragged. <laughs> <laughs> we witnessed our first transracial actress because she played the Asian man. That's right. I think let her do bigger stuff. <laughs> Let her do like an Eddie Murphy where she plays all the roles. <laughs> yeah. Let Every her play Eddie thing. Murphy playing all the roles. <laughs> she plays like the neighbor next door. She plays the dog. She Dr. Plays Doolittle. The all damn of them. lizard in this tank. Oh she plays God. the mom. Every, like, coming soon. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, Scarlett Johansson, you know, super, uh, super deserving of all of the roles she's oh, been yeah. offered in her lifetime, you know? Um, yeah, a true tragedy. Um, and if it's true that she declined it, then uh, good for her for realizing the repercussions involved there. Um, how about you, John? Do you have uh, do you have anything you feel like getting off your chest? Okay, so listen, right? <sighs> Usually, 
I don't like to fast around things that upset me mm. because I have this really bad habit of internalizing things. So when everyone else is over the shit that happened, I'm still thinking about it. And like, I'll probably wake up in the middle of the night, roll over, nudge Taylor, be like, hey, so I feel X, Y, Z, probably because of ABC and I don't know how to get over it. Right. You know, so it's good that I'm introspective, but I don't like to hold on to shit. Mm. But what I will say is nothing irritates me more than when people I don't know and don't have a personal relationship with come up to me and ask me questions about my private relationships. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't post about my man. I don't post about my family. I don't, I don't do those things, but that's because that's mine yeah. and it's not yours. Yeah, it's like Navik's detergent. Just don't, right? yeah, don't just get don't in between ask. it. Don't yeah. get in between Don't ask, like, please. Just don't. Yeah. So there's like getting to know someone, like, hey, a conversation how long have you been with your partner? This long. What about you? Oh, this long. Oh, that's cute. How'd you guys meet? You know? Yeah. But what I don't like is like being on the receiving end of like rapid fire questions. Mm. Fuck off. Right. Understand space. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and respect that. Like yeah. this is a weird sense of like voyeurism. I'm like, right. Where do you think that, where do you think that comes from? Do you ever, have you ever experienced that where someone is coming from a, a genuine space of like compassion and kind of inquiry, you genuine know, inquiry. I feel like then I'm like, okay, you're, you should be respectful. Right. And I'm totally open to conversation. Yeah. I get a lot of questions about being in an interracial relationship mm. and getting married to someone, especially from, you know, being from a community that's pretty anti-black. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's real shit. And I'm like more than happy to answer those questions, but don't just come up to me and like, ask me how long we've been together. Like my sister works on Queen West, right? Someone pulled up to her work, not knowing she works there, and they were like, hey, like, you know, you're Sahana, right? And she's like, yeah. And they were like, oh, so your sister's getting married. And Sahana was like, yeah. Damn. You know, yeah, I know I saw, like, you know, he posted, it was on my, like, my explore feed. And I was like, bro, my man literally has, like, 200 followers, right? How did it show up on your explore feed? No way. Yeah. No way. Get out of here. Yeah. Right? And then, oh, so when are they getting married? Sahana, I don't know, man. You should ask her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Surveillance, like, man. Oh, Who are they, these do they live together? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, so like, are they happy? That's a... That's a Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Asking someone if they're happy in their relationship is a wild question. Like, and not even directly. Oh, and someone, someone's asked my friend that as well. Like, are they happy? You know, and my girl told me, and I was like, yo, like, do I look like the kind of bitch that would say yes to somebody <laughs> when I'm not happy? Yeah. Like, fuck I look like. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, Hell no. You think I went through all this shit in life to not be happy? <laughs> to be complacent in a relationship. Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> and also, I think the wildest part, too, is that in both of these cases, like, they had no You're intention of asking me. talking to me, right? Yeah. Hit me up. Exactly. Pull like I said, knock only if you truly buck. Yeah. You know? kind of amazed by that though that pisses me off yeah. asking somebody else about yeah. my personal yeah. life and relationships you know exactly. i feel like i would actually be less mad if they hit me up even though i said like fuck off like yeah. i i would probably be less cheese if yeah. you just hit me up like don't ask people yeah. and the thing is the people that you're asking probably don't know because if you were to ask people that actually know about my life they'd probably tell you to fuck off yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah so and more importantly, too, um, if, they, business, man. if they really cared, 
like why why is there like comfort or why is it like so easy for them to go up to someone outside of you yeah. to ask them that question? Yeah. You know, if it was like if it was like something you were genuinely concerned about. Just ask me. Yeah, one ask. But there's no like, need for concern. Like yeah. I'm with my best friend. Yeah. Like I feel like I have like the best roommate in the world. We just share a bed and have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> I mean? It. Like that's Boom. literally the only difference between me and like living with your best friend. Right. You know, so easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Yes. That happens to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, moral of the story, you know? Uh, get up. Yeah. Get, get up. Get off my jock. Get off my jock. <laughs> uh, something that I, I often try to think about because uh, I think after hearing you share this, I am now reflecting on um, oftentimes something that I find myself doing, which is like, I don't want to say interrogation. Um, mm-hmm but I can sometimes get a little too excited about like meeting really? someone like wanting to learn as much as I can. Okay. But them. your tone is different. Okay. So, so like tone, when we so, first met up. Right. So tone does, so yeah. tone does dictate things differently. A hundred percent. Okay. That's good. That is good. You seem to have a good understanding of like Fair. space. You're right. not going to hit up someone and be like, Hey, so. Yo, what are you saying? <laughs> you yeah. use, use Ajax, uh, <laughs> laundry detergent? Is it actually or? called Ajax? I don't actually know, man. It is. Okay. okay. What's the what's the blue bottle? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Oxyclean? I don't know. I don't it think is it's Oxyclean. Oh. There's it, another blue one. That's the only one that doesn't hurt my skin. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So now Tide. you know. Hit us Tide up. Hit us up in, uh, in our DMs if you yeah. know what the uh, blue detergent <laughs> brand is because we don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I guess something, something that I, I often think about or try to remind myself to share with someone that I'm speaking about, um, particularly when talking about something um, that is entering spaces of like discomfort or perhaps even mm-hmm. vulnerability is that, um, especially when a foundation or expectation for what you are to reciprocate in a relationship, so especially when you're just meeting someone, uh, is that it is very much a, a privilege to be able to learn mm. or have someone share those things with you. Yeah. Um, and while that like might seem as like kind of extra. Um, I think it is like a very important way to look at these things um, because it reminds you of the sensitivity of yeah. a, a lot of the things that you kind of learn about, um, especially when someone doesn't share it often or they aren't asked often. Yeah. Um, you never are fully aware of how sensitive a piece of information is. You know, there, you know, where there do exist people in this world uh, who have gone through immense trauma, immense pain mm-hmm. and are comfortable talking about it yeah. and they're comfortable speaking about it publicly. Um, and we see that and that's good because it's, it's a great place to learn and become informed. Mm-hmm. But simultaneously, there are people who've gone through just as much, if not worse, yeah. and, and, don't, don't. and don't have the comfort. Yeah. And that's it's also on their own terms, though, right? Exactly. So if you feel like talking about something that you feel compelled to speak about, then do that. But just because I'm talking about one thing now, mm-hmm. like I briefly touched on, for example, like women's shelters and you know what I mean? Like yeah. that part of my childhood, like I'm okay with talking about it. But if you were to ask me out of left field, I'd be like, suck your mom. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know Kiss I mean? her on the forehead first and then right. suck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta, that relationship is everything, right? Yeah. Yep. Give exactly. and take and being cognizant of, Yeah. Of your surroundings, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, I usually don't come through with the soup it up, um, but I will today because I think this is worth, uh, given given the subject matter of this episode and given uh, 
some recent events that have taken place in Toronto. This is certainly very frustrating and also worth kind of talking about uh, just today. Uh, so I guess for, for those who are listening who might not be aware, um, in Toronto there's been a, 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 a quite a streak, I would say, of um, very tragic and very uh, unfortunate uh, deaths that have taken place. Uh, specifically through gun violence um, in the city over, I'd say, the, the course of this year, uh, I think it's fair to say. Uh, but most recently, uh, a lot of um, a lot of fans of hip-hop music and also just so many uh, young people and just marginalized people in general in Toronto uh, very much felt the loss of two, um, two hip-hop artists um, or kind of figures in the city. Um, one named Smoke Dog, who was a part of Halal Gang, and um, one named Kosi, uh, who was a part of the Prime Boys. Um, both, yeah, who were, who were victims of gun violence. Uh, and it was very much felt throughout the city, and I think it, uh, I don't want to say it started a conversation, because I don't know if it started a conversation, and I'm very skeptical to believe a conversation has really been started. I think we very much went through the whole, um, let's post on our Instagram stories and talk about how this needs to stop, but then stop. At mm. talking about that it needs to stop. Twitter, Twitter's been a good space it has for been a, a lot good space. of young Toronto people That's good. that are actually like involved or, or exactly. you know sometimes you have to have the range to speak about certain mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. and people that have the range are speaking about things on Twitter. That's good. So um, yeah and, and big big shout out if you have not read this um, I very much recommend everyone to go read this uh, a Toronto based writer named Amani Bin Shikin wrote uh, or actually facilitated kind of like a uh, a conversation with uh, three members of a halal gang who are all very close to Smoke Dog. Um, very, bre- very shortly after, um, you know, very shortly after he passed away, um, which was like a, a, you know, an unbelievable article to like very much outline the loss mm-hmm. that they f- they feel. Um, sorry, two members of halal gang and Mustafa the poet, um, and very much explaining or expressing how they feel uh, and how they're experiencing loss and how this is not the first time they've experienced this um, and what the reactions within the city have kind of looked like to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this is to kind of provide context for uh, an issue that we all just found out about today, which is that, uh, you know, one of Toronto's finest establishments uh, called L Furniture Warehouse has LOL. now... Yeah, LOL. Um, <laughs> hey, I got cheap stuff over there. <laughs> You know what's really funny, what's super, super funny is that very early on in this podcast, probably like episode like two, three, somewhere along like the first 10 episodes, there's a point where Navek is like, yo guys, if you're ever trying to look for a great place to like take a date <laughs> and leave spending $15, pull up to Al Furniture Look. We all make mistakes. God's <laughs> working on all of us. It's true. It's true. Not, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody has those <laughs> days. Whoa, wait. What song is that? It's Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Fuck that Respect bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. There's <laughs> so much make, space. Uh, <laughs> she, she was a part of 23. <laughs> Quite the amazing song. Oh, man. My favorite Juicy J. Burton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think in the context of that, I was looking out for all the broke boys. Mm, yes, understandably. Because it's cheap. That's right. It's five bucks. It's, it's, it's exploitative. It's exploitative. Is that even a word? Exploitative? I don't know. Yeah, garbage food. So. But, but I mean, it exploits broke people because it makes them think that they're, good. they're saving money and that, yeah, they're, they're doing themselves a favor. But come on now. We deserve better. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this place has now not only kind of stopped, but has uh, completely... 
completely eliminated the play of uh, hip hop or R&B music or even rap music from all of their establishments. They've just like completely removed it from uh, their playlists or any of the music that they have. And more importantly, uh, when they have guest DJs or when they have DJs in these uh, establishments, they're told to play anything but these genres of music. And their reasoning is to uh, keep away, quote unquote, the wrong people. Um, which is code word for marginalized communities, or more importantly, in this specifically in this case, black communities, um, which is one blatantly racist, but two just pathetic. Um, that it's also fucked up that they've yeah. associated. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> that that that's they're the only that. people. Yeah, exactly. Um, you it's know, like we, when like that reporter. I don't know if you guys are heard about that, but this reporter was like literally harassing people that were posting condolences to ask to speak on what had happened, like right. literally harassing these people in the morning, which was really fucking annoying. Wow. And really trying to, you know, Get the news draw clip. the association between like hip hop and like gun violence. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't think like, uh, what is that board people make beats on? Uh, just like an NPC or like sure, a, you know, that doesn't host bullets. So I don't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If I'm anything. good love and joy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I think uh, something that we also touched on before recording this is that like it's it's ironic that these very spaces uh, have not only enjoyed the benefits of but have also exploited uh, these forms or these genres of music to to gain their their popularity. They've used these things or they used it or they've understood it to be trendy. They've understood it to be popular um, and have exploited it to gain the kind of following or gain the the business that they have um, mm-hmm. and to use this as their quote-unquote you know reason or way of you know not attracting the the wrong crowd um or perhaps even addressing a lot of the violence that we've expressed in the city is 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 it's not it's wrong um it's Mm -hmm. actually doing more harm by perpetuating this idea as you said that hip-hop or um rap or r&b music slash culture is associated with gun violence and that black people are associated with exactly. guns and it's like exactly what yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um to have you been to woodbridge lately yeah <laughs> um so it's not only really sad but um it's worth sharing with the people who are listening to this the if you are kind of in the toronto or gta area um, and have perhaps frequented some of these places um, to, yeah, maybe consider it the, the next time you're in the area. Consider not going. <laughs> consider mm-hmm. uh, consider the things that they've chosen to do. Um, it was also very recently... Be aware of the sister restaurants too, eh? Exactly, They're exactly. Like Dime or something is like a, a sister restaurant. Okay, word. Yeah, um, anywhere you can find $5 food, just know that it's probably associated with It's probably owned by this, these, this warehouse group. Um, <laughs> turns out that Cactus Club has, has also culprit of... Uh, of uh, telling their DJs to, to not play rap or hip-hop music. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's frustrating and it's, and it's very kind of sad um, because there's, like, so many more constructive things that could be done. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, they're just kind of being neglected mm. at these points of time. But uh, that is my piece from Soup It Up. Um, and we're going to move into our last segment here, uh, known as 3 Pete. Unofficially sponsored by Lil Wayne. Young Moolah, baby! Uh, where we ask you three sets of rapid-fire questions um, in sets of threes, and uh, they're all meant to be quick and silly and a fun way to learn 
uh, a little bit more about you. Um, so take your time through them. He just said quick, and now he's like, take your That's time right. through that. Post-production, man. <laughs> okay. Shout out post-production. <laughs> quick, but careful. Exactly. Um, so first one, three places that we have to eat this summer. Uh, San Sote, Southern Aroma. I really like them. They're thumal. Give them your coins. Mm-hmm. And um, Ding Tai Fung in Markham. Yo, their Shaolin Bao slaps. Slaps. <laughs> Ding Tai Fung. Yeah. Markham, I okay. for Highway 7. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I really like their food. Okay. Yeah, it's Ooh. really, really good. Question one, down. Well done. So who are, who are three people whose creative work in Toronto you believe deserves more attention? Okay, so I have to do more than three. Yep. Because these people way too are very, very, yeah, underrated, and I think they're incredible. Um, Meg. Is that Meg on Instagram and Twitter? Amazing writer. Um, mentors me through her work. She writes the way she speaks. It's very relatable for me growing up in the West End um, and having grown up in Toronto. She yeah. just, I don't know how to explain it. Like you read it and like you have gun fingers and the other moments you're like, oh my God, my chest. You have gun fingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. She's, wow. she's just one of the most beautiful people inside and out. Um, definitely check her out. Give her your monies. Um, Kayla Carter, okay. mental health advocate. Uh, also, a wonderful, wonderful writer. My friend that wanted to order me an Uber because yeah. our car busted. Yeah. Um, she also runs a black artist market. Nice. That I went to recently. Okay. Um, she just prioritizes marginalized communities. She's very aware of energies and and she's I don't know. She's just magical, but also very real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this ethereal being, and she writes this way and very paints very vivid pictures for me you know and I get lost in it and um I find so much healing through her work so I would definitely say at Kayla X Carter check her out um Nicole Simmons Nicole underscore Simmons underscore underscore damn um she is a wonderful art director and creative director I have never met anybody she's the epitome of do the best you can with what you have because okay. you won't be able to tell the difference between her iPhone shots and her DSLR shots. Dang. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she will use any resources she has to do the best she can, and she does her best, and her best is better than your faves. Wow. Like, ultimate. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not necessarily standing because she's my friend. I'm actually standing because I it's have loved art. her work yeah. forever. Um, my sister... I think she's, I'm not doing it because she's my sister, but she's actually improved so much with her photography. Amazing. You know, we drag Sahana in our group chat, our family group chat, left, right, right and center, because she's so annoying. (laughs) The annoying. (laughs) Insert vocal fry. (laughs) But um, she's just grown so much with her photography, and she, I don't know, you know, I love the kid. She's yeah. really trying her best. And also, she's also the epitome of, like, you know, doing the best you can with what you have. Like, yeah. she lives in Driftwood with my mom. She rents out her camera. She, yeah. like, scouts locations. She does her best. She's figuring out Photoshop at Sahana YS. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful photographer. And just overall good energy, you know. I think everybody yeah. can use some work. And I don't want to yeah. drag her. And, of course, and, of course. We're all improving. And tease her via podcast now. She's probably going to be like, Aka, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Navik and I will definitely be following. We'll um, definitely be supporting. But she's just, I love her, you know? she's She, she does her best. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm missing people. 
it's okay you know it's not a it's yeah. not an acceptance speech that's yeah, always yeah. the trickiest thing i know it's but i'm hard. just like nah, like there's so many people like <sighs> what's most important is that you know that they're there and you're, yeah. you're there to support but these them. these these four for sure i'm the like one. hells yeah good Okay. I mean, like, I've consumed their work today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Man, I mean? That's a great sign. A great yeah. sign. Okay, last one for you. Um, this is maybe for Nivek and I, or perhaps mm-hmm. for the general, for the people who are listening. Um, what are three ways that you believe we can learn to love ourselves? Okay, so physically, something that really helps me, because um, I got really sick, and like, really, really, really sick. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, I actually thought it was, like, the end. Wow. Um, and... Once I got off my meds, it's like my body was like, oh, so we're holding on to weight now. Right. And I gained a lot, a lot of weight. And I, um, I really didn't like myself uh, for a long time. You know, I, obviously it doesn't help that the media is fat shames, like left, right. right, and center. And, you know, I'm a chubby bunny. I'm a little fluffy in all the right places, yep. you know. But it took me a really long time to get here. Um, and what I would do, which was really, really sad, so... I would like stare at myself naked in the mirror. I I know it sounds kind of like, ooh, but I'm like, no, I'm not being agent provocateur. Like I actually like, the first word I thought of when I looked at myself was I'm disgusted, which is heartbreaking. But I know for a fact that a lot of people can't stare at themselves naked. So before or after a shower, I dry myself off and I would just look. And it was so fucking hard. I couldn't even hit a minute, you know? And now, I mean, I still struggle. I'm not going to act like it's easy. There are some days that are easier than others. But, you know, I could hit the five, five minute mark. Wow. I've hit a few times and that's really helped me. It, I'm like a real person. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I unfortunately can't walk around with Photoshop. Also, I don't have the discipline or commitment <laughs> to go to the gym. And like I shouldn't eat gluten or dairy, but like a We're bitch got to live sometimes, exactly, exactly. you know, and I want to be healthy and strong and not necessarily like cookie cutter what the media wants us to be so that's that's helped me looking at yourself naked i know it sounds sus but that's a new tip we've never heard that don't knock it till you try it man because when you do you really realize where you stand with yourself and remembering to be gentle and easy with yourself right because you live in a world that tells you you're not enough so just stare at yourself until you realize you're more than enough boom um mentally uh giving yourself space um, that aligns for me spiritually as well and taking it easy. I think coming to terms with the fact that like I'm not an angry person. I've just been triggered by a lot of things mm-hmm. and I didn't really realize that I was carrying a lot of shit with me. I was yeah. harboring a lot of my traumas and, um, you know, I was projecting that uh, like uh, via anger yeah. onto people, things, spaces. So I'm sorry if you think I'm a piece of shit. I definitely try not to be a piece of shit. Yeah. But if I've ever been a piece of shit to you, I want to publicly apologize. Um, it is what it is. You know, you don't have to accept it. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, I think my writing my affirmations mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, I was going to put them on a highlight, but I'm like, I don't want people to like, it's like, no, like you, you see what you I see feel in the moment. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to read it out loud, you can read it out loud. And if you don't want to, that's cool. Yeah. Fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think that really helps me because I'm not a positive person. I feel like I give off the vibe that I'm a very positive person. Like, mm-hmm. I try to, but I'm in no way a completely positive person. Like I said, I internalize a lot, but I talk things through. Like, yeah. I 
thankfully have a partner who's my best friend. You know, we sit and I'd be like, this is how I'm feeling. I think this is why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, Mm -hmm. probably because I'm triggered because this happened when I was eight. Like, it's a lot of introspection, but it's It's necessary. Yeah, it's allowed me to unpack and like unlearn and then relearn what I need to relearn. So mentally and spiritually, that's been helpful. You know, communicating what's happening. And um, I really believe in the power of like, speaking things into existence and writing and willing them to be. Yeah. I feel like a lot of our ancestors, specifically our ancestors, definitely worked off of energy and the vibrational, you know, frequency of like the universe. Yeah. So going back to basics and I'm going to do that. I'm going to pick up rocks, put them in my pocket and write my, write my shit, my Amazing. mantras and read them out loud. So that's number two. And number three is uh, sleep. I get eight hours of sleep a day. Beautiful. Um, yeah, every night I sleep for eight hours. I, I don't care who you are, what you're doing. Like, it would have to be, like, crazy emergency for me to lose sleep or someone's birthday. Right. And even then, like, I'll probably play hooky and, like, sleep for my eight hours. <laughs> or, like, be like, hey, I'm going to come in a little do later. Do what you got to do. But, um, yeah, no. Every night, eight hours of sleep, never over, never under. I don't want to oversleep. Yeah. And then when I wake up in the morning, I soak, I take a bath, or I dry brush okay. a shower in the night to sleep better. And I shower in the morning to wake myself up. And I use, like, different essential oils, you know what I mean? Yeah. Set myself right. So I think that physical self-care in that sense, like sleep and wow. and kind of resting, drinking mm-hmm. water. I know it's, like, on some Pinterest shit, like, drink your water, get eight hours of sleep, try to eat well. But, like, I feel so much better and I found that a lot of my anxieties were due to the fact that I was tired and I was wired Word. on coffee. And I've switched to tea. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Damn. Those are good. Physically, spiritually, emotionally. Mm-hmm. All covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, or I don't feel like, I think it's a fact that uh, a lot of what you shared with us today are things that you've shared on your uh, your blog. You have a website that you yeah. write so much on. Plug that. Plug that, please. You know, I got to be, like I said, consistency is key and I got commitment issues. Hey, that's okay. That's but okay. But I, I write what I want to write when yeah. I want to write There's it. It's called Athma, A-A-T-H-M-A dot C-A. I'm actually changing it soon. Okay. I started Athma when I was pinched. Dang. Actually, the oldest article up there is not the oldest. And there's a bunch that's like archived. Mm-hmm. Um, I started Athma because it means like soul, right? Like mm-hmm. encompassing the part of you that never dies. And that meant a lot to me then. But now I'm like, you know, I still love it. It's a beautiful word. I probably get it tatted. So I never forget that I had a very deep connection to it. But, um, you know, we off that. Yeah. Yeah. Changing it soon. But you can definitely follow there. And if you check my socials, my website will probably obviously change show there as well yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and but what is your uh, your your personal instagram for those who care to keep um, up with you janu underscore ys j-a-n-u underscore y-s brilliant yeah this has been a, a phenomenal episode for so many different reasons thank you, you so much so? for doing this, this yeah i mean this is great i feel like i didn't say enough right in the elaborator i said too much you know thanks, thanks everything guys. was great truly thanks um, friends yeah yeah thank you so um, much Um, we've learned so much not only about you uh, a lot about your projects and and where you kind of stand and where your intentions have kind of come from and that's exciting for us to know people like you're out here doing just good things for the people I'm excited to know know? that you guys exist man all love right here this is an audio hug right now is what this is uh, for those (laughs) listening you know uh, 
get close. Let's get, let's get close. Let's get Hug cozy. Via ears. <laughs> um, uh, as so. mentioned, uh, you can check out Lotus Gang. You can check out Sunday Dinner Co. You can check out um, a lot of what Janu writes about on her own uh, through her social medias, which we'll plug in our description and maybe even at the uh, the intro for this episode. Thank you, thank you. Of course. Um, but thank you again. Do you have any last words that you, you care to share? Just get Live, off your laugh, chest? love, you know. That's right. That's oh, right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Realize, realize, realize. I think live, laugh, love is like the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I was a kid, I was like, this is cheesy as fuck. And now I'm like. Oh. Now you're about to get one of those wood plaque things to put no, in your No, I actually want to get it tatted. Ooh, okay. And everyone's like, nah, like you're corny. Like, don't do that. You're going to regret it. But I'm like, I also want to get no regrets tatted. <laughs> incorrectly. <laughs> you're do going you know too I mean? hard, man. This is scary. Like, Real quick. Let broke people say wild shit. <laughs> Yes. Because I was on, we were on that Spencer's podcast, and I was just saying wild shit, wild shit after wild shit. And then I was like, oh, I'm super broke. And I remember somebody tweeted this out years ago. Man, broke people always be saying some shit. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> let them awesome. talk. Precisely. So let us have our joy. That's right. But not, not everybody can claim super broke, all right? The difference so between like broke and poor. That's right. There's a big difference. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. This is episode 49 with Janu. Thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you for having me. My name is Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Thalmo Hemingway, a.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I'm a fight, I just get beat up, a.k.a. Lil Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little. I'm with Navik. <laughs> Navik, a.k.a. Navaki, which is what my doctor of almost 16 <laughs> years. 16 years, Dr. Kwan? You've seen me since I was a child. You still hitting me with the Navaki? Come on. AKA the human uh, Percocet, AKA King Shashish, AKA Young Couch, AKA the Tamil Tyrese, and our guest. Johnny, thank you again. Love and joy. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone say bye on three. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye.